You're listening to Hope on the Homefront, the official podcast for Homefront Heroes Ministries. I'm your host, Taylor Blackburn. We're a group of military wives on a mission to help you find joy in your journey. We're jumping in the trenches to encourage you when you're struggling, help you grow in your faith, and support you through military life. Because here, you are seen. Here, you're essential. Here, you are never alone. Welcome home. Let's go. Well, hello, hello, my friends. Welcome back. My name is April Griffin, and I am one of the co-founders here at Homefront Heroes Ministries. And I have the pleasure to share the space with you this holiday season. We are blessing our beautiful and incredibly talented podcast host, Taylor, with some time off this month to enjoy and care for her family. And I have the greatest joy to be here with you as we talk about how to thrive through the holidays. And if you've missed part one, on where we talked about how to find comfort through holiday traditions, I'd love to invite you to pause and go back and listen to part one. You won't want to miss it. And I'll wait right here for you. Last week, we began unpacking how we as military wives can thrive through the holiday season. I mean, is it even possible? Is it even possible to thrive when life feels incredibly hard? When our husbands are deployed, when we're homesick, when our kids are sick. Y'all, what is it about this time of year? Our kids are always sick. When money is tight and life feels hard, can we even thrive? Well, as a military wife of 17 years, I do believe we can. I believe we can thrive. But like I shared last week, I think it's important that we redefine what it really means for us to thrive. Thriving is so much more than just crushing it as a military wife. Thriving is enduring. It's remaining hopeful. It's discovering the strength to press forward. It's a joy despite the hard. Thriving is a choice that we make to make the most of the day we're given and trusting that God is good and faithful and willing to carry us through. This idea of thriving can so easily become entangled in the perfect images and highlights that we see on social media every single day. The beautiful tree and decor, the happy smiles, the clean house, the perfect trip, the friendships and family. We so easily allow ourselves to believe that thriving is experiencing these picture-perfect moments. And when our reality doesn't line up, we easily fall. We fall into this horrid holiday funk of sadness, jealousy, even bitterness. As we realize that our reality doesn't line up with the expectations that we have for the holiday season. And I get that. I've been there. I've allowed the emptiness of missing my husband to cloud out any kind of joy found in this season. I've gone through the motions, doing what I needed to do for my family, while on the inside, my heart was breaking. I've longed to be surrounded by family and friends that truly know me. And I've tried to fill that emptiness inside of me with cookies and treats and too much shopping, searching for that thing that will fill me up. I've cried many tears, feeling trapped in this military life 
loving my husband, but questioning whether I have what it takes to go the distance. And sister, I know I'm, I know I'm not alone. I know you too have likely felt some of these things. Living this military life is hard, especially during the holidays. And whether you are snuggled up next to your husband this year or missing him fiercely, each of us can easily struggle this time of year with the holiday blues. And as a big sister that has gone before you, that has walked through many dark holiday trenches, I'd like to invite you to come sit at my table for a while. Pull up a seat. I have a spot here just for you. And let's talk about how we can fight off these holiday blues that we can experience as military wives. The first thing I think that it's important for us to acknowledge is a very key word here, and that is the word fight. It's not going to be easy to get rid of these holiday blues. In fact, I think it's important to acknowledge that while it's possible, there are going to be times where we will feel sad this holiday season. We will feel lonely. We will question or feel that natural tug inside of us to pull inside ourselves and to shut out the world because we're only human. And yes, as military wives, we are amazing and strong and capable of overcoming impossible odds. We do it all the time, but we are still only human. And if there is one thing I've learned over this time of being a military wife is that it's important to recognize and identify these big feelings. It's okay to acknowledge that we're feeling sad and to sit in that for a little while as we process those feelings. And our feelings aren't bad. In fact, they can be beautiful indicators of bigger things happening around us and inside of us. And it actually can cause more harm for us to stuff those big feelings than to acknowledge and process them. Y'all, I've honestly struggled with this over the years. I believed this lie that in order to be a strong military wife, I needed to pull up my big girl panties and just deal with it. I needed to put a smile on my face and just deal with my stuff. I believe the lie that everyone else was already carrying their own things that they didn't need mine to. I didn't want to be a burden. And so there have been many hard seasons where I never truly let anyone in. And sure, we can make it through that way. But that is not thriving. Thriving is being willing to be honest and vulnerable to ourselves, to those that we love and trust and to God. You see, there is value in sharing our feelings with our husband, a trusted friend, or or maybe even journaling. I found that spending quiet time in prayer, processing through my big feelings with the one that truly knows me, the one who knows my most intimate thoughts, that brings me such great comfort. Scripture tells us in Psalm 34, verse 18, that the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. We have a God in heaven that loves us deeply and cares about the condition of our heart. 
He sees the military wife and knows the burden she carries and is close to us when we are feeling brokenhearted. We begin to fight off these holiday blues when we first acknowledge and process through what's making us blue, and then being brave enough to invite someone in to help us carry the burden. We don't have to walk out this heartache alone. Our next step to fighting off these holiday blues is taking an account of who we are spending our time with and what we are consuming. And no, I do not mean that third Little Debbie Christmas tree. Y'all, in my opinion, there is always room for the Little Debbie Christmas trees. But for real, there have been seasons where I have been really struggling. And I realized sometimes after the fact that it was because of negative people and negative circumstances around me. As a new military wife, I met a girl once that was nice. She was my first military friend. Our husbands were in the same unit and she welcomed me into her circle. She invited me to go shopping and invited me to lunch. And since my husband was always in the field or deployed, it was nice to feel included. But y'all, she was so negative about life and especially the military. I would always leave our time together feeling discouraged and down. But she was a friend. And to me, it was better to have a friend than to not have anyone at all. So I continued to hang out with her. But it wasn't until about six months into my husband's first 12-month deployment that I realized that hanging with someone that was so negative wasn't helping me fight the funk that I was feeling. You see, the people we expose ourselves to, the communities we connect with, the TV, the music, the social media we consume all impact the way that we feel. And if we want to truly fight off the holiday blues, it's important we pay attention to who and what we are surrounding ourselves with. As a big sister who has gone before you, I would love to lean in close and encourage you to take the courageous step to evaluate the community of people you're connecting with and reflect on how they make you feel. Do you feel lifted up and encouraged after spending time together? Are they supporting your goals and dreams and passions? Oh, sweet sister, I know, I know this is hard. But I've learned over the years that removing toxic people and situations feels impossible in the moment, but will be so life-giving as you are free to find friends and environments that lift you up and encourage you. After I gently distanced myself from my negative battle buddy, I found my first military wife best friend. I found her on Craigslist on an ad for a babysitter. Yes, like <laughs> that is a thing. That was a thing. And yes, I, I am that old. <laughs> she came over for an interview and ended up staying for four hours. And I have been blessed by her friendship ever since. You see, God is so good to provide us with life-giving friendships. And they are out there. And you can meet her anywhere, literally. (laughs) But sometimes our first step 
to make way for those new life-giving friendships starts with removing toxic friendships and environments so we can make room for the blessings that God has for us. And I don't hold anything against my negative gal pal because you know what? I've been that negative military wife too. I've been in seasons where I've allowed this life to make me bitter. I've allowed gossip to spew from my mouth. I've lost my way. And so if you too have found yourself feeling and speaking negatively, it's okay. We've all been there. But can I encourage you and call you to something greater? You see, an essential component to fighting off these holiday blues is to pay attention to where our thoughts are taking us. Are we struggling to see the good? Are we grumbling and complaining? Are we pointing blame on something or someone? Are we the people that others feel depleted by after spending time with us? I know that's a hard question. One I've frequently had to ask myself, and it's not, this question is not to condemn or discourage, but to help guide us into better thought patterns and freedom. We have to continuously be asking ourselves, where are our thoughts taking us? Just this week, I was making dinner and my mind shifted from one thing to the next, each making me more anxious and upset and worried. I was grumbling to myself about an issue at work. Then I was anxiously anticipating my endless to-do list leading up to the holidays. And, and then I was begin worrying about the next year and what it would look like and what our first Christmas as a newly retired military family would look like. It's so easy to allow our mind to take us to places that we don't need to be. But one powerful truth I've learned over the years is that I don't have to be a slave to my thoughts. Just because I think something doesn't make it so, and it doesn't mean that I have to dwell on it. I have the power to direct my thoughts. And if we want to truly fight these holiday blues, we must take control of the thoughts that we're having. The Bible talks about this topic when it says that we are to take our thoughts captive and to make them obedient to Christ. This means as believers that we have the power within us to recognize an unhealthy thought, capture it, and align that thought with the word of God. For example, when I think I'm all alone and no one understands me, the word of God says he is with me always. When I think I can't do this life anymore, the word of God says the Lord alone is my strength. When I am feeling afraid, the word of God says he has not given me a spirit of fear. When I am feeling unlovable and unworthy, the word of God says I am chosen, loved, and precious. We don't have to accept every thought that we think as truth. And we don't have to allow our thoughts to determine the way that we feel. We can choose to think on things that are lovely and beautiful and positive. We can choose to see the good, even in the hard. We can choose to be thankful, even if it's for the breath in our lungs. Learning to take negative thoughts captive and choosing to think on something positive won't come natural. But when it comes to fighting the holiday blues, it can be a powerful battle weapon. 
In that moment, standing over the stove cooking dinner, after about 10 minutes of torturing myself with all of these negative thoughts, I recognized the anxiety rising up within me. And so I paused and immediately began thanking God for the blessings I have. Thank you, Lord, for my job and for the people I work with and the work that I get to do. Thank you, Lord, that we get to celebrate your son Jesus this Christmas. Thank you for this warm home and the love that we share. Thank you, Lord, that you direct my steps, that you, Lord, are our provider, that we will make a way as a family with your guidance. And as I begin shifting my thoughts from the negative to the God-filled things, peace began to overwhelm my soul. I was able to finish dinner and enjoy an evening with my family, resting in the goodness of God. Did those negative thoughts come back? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Probably in my shower where I also do some really great worrying. (laughs) And that is why it's called a fight. Acknowledging our sadness, being selective with our community, and guarding our thoughts requires us to be intentional. It requires us to be on guard, fighting for our joy, fighting for our peace, fighting off these blues that so easily sneak in this time of year. Military wife, as we walk through this season, I pray this wisdom encourages you and equips you to keep fighting. You are worthy and loved and capable of thriving with Jesus by your side. And that is your hope on the home front. Thanks for tuning in. From our heart to yours, we hope that this podcast is your go-to place for encouragement on the home front. We would love to hear what your favorite takeaway was from this episode by having you take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Tag us at HFH underscore ministries or on Facebook at Homefront Heroes Ministries so we can get connected with you, get to know you more, and hear from you firsthand what specific encouragement you're looking for. This is home. This is the place to have the hard conversations. And until we chat next, get out there and find the joy.